now on Alive 90.5. Here's the latest news brought to you by Pace, transforming places since 1978. I'm Cameron Redden. Students from a school in Sydney are waiting to hear if they'll be allowed to return next week after a boy in year 11 contracted coronavirus. All students at Epping Boys High have been ordered to self-quarantine over the weekend while a decision is made on further action. Federal Education Minister Dan Tehan says the boys' welfare is a top priority. The New South Wales Government and the Education Department are ensuring they're doing everything they can to look after the welfare of the student at Epping Boys High School, but to also make sure that work's done on who that uh, student has been in contact with. An Adelaide mother and her baby are receiving treatment for the virus in hospital. The national total stands at 55 cases. Australia's big four banks have been smashed in the opening hours of trade. ANZ shares fell to their lowest point in four years. NAB and Westpac their lowest in nearly eight. Shares in the Commonwealth Bank fell to their lowest level since August. Apple is refusing to sign up to a new online protocol which will help stop child abuse online. Australia has played a leading role in convincing many of the world's biggest tech companies to join the agreement. But Apple won't. It will make it much harder for pedophiles to share child exploitation material under these new agreements. Customers desperate for toilet paper are being urged not to take their frustrations out on supermarket staff. The shop, Distributive and, Al- and Allied Employees Association, says it's received an increase in calls across the country from employees ending up in tears after being blamed for the lack of produce. National Secretary Gerard Dwyer says the union is launching a new campaign to stop the abuse. Facebook, Instagram, some sorts will have signage. We're just asking people to stay calm, stay respectful, and if they do that, that'll allow our staff, our members, to fill those shelves more quickly. Harvey Weinstein is back in prison, having undergone heart surgery. The former Hollywood producer has been transferred from his hospital to Rikers Island Jail in New York. Weinstein is awaiting sentencing for sexual assault. Democratic hopeful Elizabeth Warren has dropped out of the race to become US president. The senator failed to win any seats at the Super Tuesday primaries. She is yet to endorse either Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders. February rainfall has helped ease the severity of drought along Australia's east coast and plastic eating creatures have been discovered living in the deepest parts of the ocean in sport australia will defend its women's t20 world cup title having beaten south africa in a rain affected match at the scg the aussies face india at the mcg on sunday broncos veteran darius boyd will retire at the end of the coming nrl season the sydney kings have reached their first nbl grand final series in 12 years and the waratahs reds and brumbies all in action tonight in the Super Rugby. That's the latest news and sport. And welcome to the studio live 90.5 Business Insights with Mario. Before we kick off with our studio guests and uh, insights, what they're going to share with us, it's a two very interesting guests who will share their stories and tips. Uh, first of all, temperature, current temperature is 27.3 degrees and uh, it's going to be rain later tonight allegedly but you know trusting the weather I mean it's not always best part as for the weekend uh, highest temperature is going to be 23 degrees with the possible showers Monday Tuesday Wednesday and Thursday is going to be highest temperature 25 on Thursday while the rest of the week is going to be 22 and it's going to be with the possible showers uh, we ask for the rain and we now need to do with the mud you're listening 90.5 alive business with Mario we'll take a short break and then we're going to talk to our guests Still trace the place where you slip and start tumbling down I heard you say that this life is unkind But you're prone to take bends on the blind I watch the circle unwind You got it right the first time When a woman's in trouble Everyone spreads her business around a man that might want but can't have her starts running her down 
for a penny and in for a pound Keenine tongue spreading rumors around Every kiss is a crime You got it right the first time First time when you sit down the line There's the devil to pay in old choice You pay once on the wire When you run to desire And again if you dare give it voice If there's mercy in memory You need look no further for it Do you remember the time that we came Have you seen the latest edition of the Hills to Hawkesbury Living magazine? There are great new sections on local living legends, together with history and photos from the past. Our What's On will let you know about local events. There's our much-loved TV guide and our classifieds that will link you to the best trades and services in the area. Hi, Alan Barnes from Dural Pool Shop. With the swim season nearly here, I'd like to stress the importance of proper maintenance and care to maximise your enjoyment. Our expert pool technicians can help you make sure of the right pool quality, cleaning methods and equipment, filter maintenance, cost-effective pool chemicals and more. See full details on our website at duralpoolshop.com.au or better still, drop in and see me and the gang at Shop 2, 270 New Line Road, Dural. We'll help you to get your pool just how you want it. Dural Pool Shop, a station sponsor. And welcome back to the studio. You're listening to Business Insights with Mario. Um, before I introduce our guest, like we should say a few words. Uh, Business Insights with Mario hosts people who truly can be your inspiration, mentors, and most importantly, help you to be successful in every part of your life. Every show is unique by default. So, why is it unique? People who I'm interviewing today is not different to you, me, and others. However, they have been challenged by life, as well have, however, I will say a little bit more. Those humans decided to challenge life and obstacles without giving up their dreams and goals. I wrote this by sacrificing tremendously a lot, but yet they reach their goals and they continue to share their wisdom, knowledge, experience with you. So sit back and relax because after this episode, you will be more determined in reaching your goals, smashing obstacles and make your family happy. Friends, peers, employees and clients. I'm truly pleased today to interview Emma Dumoin. Emma Dunwoody. Sorry, I didn't say again on English. <laughs> Emma Dunwoody. Dunwoody and... Our second guest? Melita Valsic. Melita Valsic. Well, welcome to the <laughs> Alive 90.5 Businesses with Mario. And thank, thank you, you for finding time today to talk to me. So, uh, Emma, I'm chasing you quite for a very long time on LinkedIn. Like, it's very hard <laughs> to get you. So, who is Emma? Oh, who is Emma? I love that question. Well, you know what? Emma is the person who answers that question for everybody else. Yes. I'm actually um, a master coach and a human behaviour specialist. So um, what I do is it's all about performance coaching and really being able to master who you are as a person. Obviously, a lot of that is done within a corporate and career environment, but it's crazy because people come to me to either change their career or um, advance in their career. But of course, we definitely end up speaking about everything in their life and mastering life itself. So it's possible to master the life. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with us a little bit later. Now our second guest, Melita. Cool. Welcome, Melita, to the studio. Thanks for having me. I know you have the before in the studio, but it's we like have. it was. It was a, a bit, little bit, bit different. Of, yeah, a little bit. Grief. You know, now you have the concise, clear English by me, so yep. you can understand. the I question. can understand you better. Yes, yes. <laughs> you can understand me better. So, Melita, for our listeners, who yes. is Melita Waltz? Melita is someone who builds bridges between their prospect, their their business and their prospects and yeah. I help them understand who that is and um, be able to communicate more clearly with different marketing strategies. Okay, so this is like a, I have a two really unique guests today, somebody who's helping the business people. You just say my helping just business people or everybody? Everyone, because it's all about mastering their, their singular behaviour. Everyone oh. needs help. Yeah, every, everyone. <laughs> everyone's on the journey. Everyone yep. needs the help. So I- between two of you, if you, I can ask you the same question, both of you. Do you find it difficult to people talk about their problems or ask for the help? Emma? Do I find it difficult? Yeah, do they find it difficult? Do you, do you, do do you see that people find it difficult to come, let's say, to you and say, like, 
uh, hi, my name is Mario and I'm alcoholic and I'm in. Can mm. you help me? I'll just say the example. Yeah, so that's a really good question. And it probably, the, the thing is, is that most people will come f- to me for an external solution, like a career. They're not happy in their job. They're not happy in their career. Um, and they think it's their, um, what we call, it's the solvable problem. So clients will always present with a problem. Well, it's not actually the problem. They've got something they think that's unsolvable underneath all that mm. that's really the issue. So most people won't come to me and say, I have this really big issue. They'll come to me with, right, I want to get my life on track and I want to, um, you know, I want to become a CEO or I want to transition into a more meaningful career. Um, and so they come to me with that sort of conversation. But, you know, they're with me for not very long and we're going deep diving and they're healing all of these things that they've been avoiding or ignoring all their life. And, and I think that's where, well, I know that's where the transformation comes from. Interesting. Melita? It's yeah, that's um, it's funny because I get people come to me and say, "Oh, I think I need help with um, a bit of marketing, but I need a bit of leads, and I'm pretty sure I know how to use social media, so I only need that little bit of help." But again, when you do that deep dive into what they actually want to get out of it, what's the outcome? Like, say, five, six, twelve months down the track, um, it's a completely different conversation that we end up having. Mm. So. Yeah, yeah, it's similar but different, I guess, Yeah, to yourself. And I suppose that's also both of our purpose, you know, like it's our yeah. purpose to be able to go, we've got you, we get yeah. that you think it's just this, but actually There's our so expertise, <laughs> we're going to help you get all the bits and pieces to finally get to that goal, Yeah, but it's actually all the things underneath that you're not conscious of right now that will help you with. Yeah, finding those missing pieces of the puzzle essentially. Yeah. But to become expert, Emma, how did you become expert and why did you become expert? Wow, that's wow. such a big question. Uh, do we have enough time? Or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably not. So let's, I'll cut it short. Um, why is a great question because at the age of 28, I was diagnosed with depression and panic disorder and I remember being told by the leading specialist at the time um, in the city that I was living in, he said, well, look, you'll probably never heal from this, but you'll learn to um, live with it. And I was so disappointed in that answer. I remember walking out, walking across the car park and thinking, well, I'm either going to take my own life because I can't live like this in any way or I'm going to find a way to heal myself. And that was, you know, now I look back one of my greatest gifts of my entire life because it sparked my obsession with human behaviour because I knew in that moment that if I could work out why and how I had got myself to that point, then I could also work out how to get myself to where I wanted to be. So that basically is where the journey came from. But that was 17 years ago. And over that time, Mario, I've been completely obsessed and even, you know, more so every day with human behaviour because I see us as these huge, hugely um, talented um, beings with so much potential, yet we don't live up to that potential. Why does someone become Tony Robbins mm-hmm. and then everyone else becomes mediocre and at the end of the day that comes down to their behavior and their unconscious um, mind how they construct their world and so many other things so I just became really obsessed with all of that so that's human behavior that's quantum physics that's psychology that's you know everything to do with being human and how to master it that is that is the answer I didn't expect mm-hmm. it truly like you know tr- <laughs> you truly mastered that answer because like this is I from my experience you know, doing this job, a job, I'll call the job, you know what I mean, enjoying what I'm doing and being on the radio. Um, usually when I ask my guests, you know what I mean, do they have the, some type of programmed an- answers? Yes, they do. Um, but it's like I can recognize somebody talks from the bottom of their heart experience. And as I said, for one thing, I, I uh, admire you being honest, not to me or, you know I mean, you have about 100,000 listeners now mm-hmm. uh, saying that you... Um, experience depression mm-hmm. and uh, what else? The panic person? disorder. Panic so it's disorder. like always in a panic attack. May, may I ask you, how did you know you have the depression and, and you have the panic disorder? Because I, it, it was like I literally wanted to pull myself out of my own skin, out of my own head. I couldn't bear being in my own body. Um, I just felt so... And now what I know, it was like the density that I lived in 24-7. Yeah. I would almost exist in every day. I would stay as still as I possibly could, do as little as I possibly can because then maybe it wouldn't hurt quite so much. So it was just constant pain. And having been a child that was very joyous and happy, I I just remember saying to myself every day, like, I wasn't, this wasn't meant to happen to me. This wasn't meant to happen to me. And all I could think, the only thing that kept me going in the darkest days was, well, this is in some way, this is a gift. And the thing for me that I know to this day is that, you know, I've, 
definitely worked through and so much adversity in my life and every single time I do it I'm like right who needs my advice who needs my experience who needs the gritty stuff that no one talks about yeah. because that's part of my superpower well Emma thank you so much for the answer Melita mm-hmm. question yeah. for you Sam why and uh, how did you become expert in field you're doing um how did I become an expert I guess I kind of got thrown into it in a way um it was kind of a drop in a big ocean and then just learn to swim in some regard um what, what does that mean sorry my english is not good what do you mean that dropping into a big ocean and yeah so i i i mean i came back i started off as a graphic designer essentially um working with a lot of people which i was sort of thrown into by my boss at the time because he thought he actually saw potential in me that i didn't realize i had myself so i can sort of Love resonate that. with some of the stuff you're yeah. saying emma um and so he pushed me down that path in a way and then from okay. that i kind of went you know what there's something there's more to what i have to offer people other than just design um and that's where i went into the marketing field okay. and then from that i guess is becoming your own business and then running what i'm doing now is the workshops where i'm actually able to pass on the knowledge so i'm able to teach people how to fish so to speak so they can feed <laughs> <Okay>. themselves <laughs> for a lifetime essentially i love that yeah. i love that i'm always talking about that like teaching people how to fish instead of just giving them the fish yeah, I love exactly that. so you know there's people out there that don't want to learn how to fish and yeah. they just want you to do it for them and that's great happy to do it um but me personally i get some massive internal pleasure from helping Other people, people yeah. learn and when they get that aha moment and you yeah. see it in their faces and you they go i thought i knew this but now i know it deeper that's just yeah. an awesome feeling for me oh, that, that's integration that's what that is it's the difference between knowing <laughs> and I actually, I actually being integration <laughs> i just thought you're listening alive 90.5 business insights with mario our lovely guest Emma I forgot to say name Dunwoody Dunwoody from Dunwoody.com or yeah EmmaDunwoody.com is my website otherwise you can find me on LinkedIn or Instagram as the um, what am I, um, I Emma Dunwoody coach yeah I had to think oh, about that <laughs> <laughs> and Melita Voltz it's from Envious Solutions and this is Mario Beckett the god of love and good voice
You're listening to Live 90.5 Business Insights with Mario Karin. Temperature 27.6 degrees. It's quite humid outside. That means it's going to be rain. Maybe, may not, maybe not. But, you know, uh, next two hours you are being very well covered because I have a two very interesting guests. And it's true privilege to talk to Emma and uh, Melita in my studio. Uh, our first guest... Uh, Emma, she recognized the need to change something in her life and uh, actually some events which is not being uh, random as she happened to her with the reason, especially depression and a panic attack. Disorder. Sorry, disorder. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to learn to the end of the way <laughs> to, the, to the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she decided to change her career or start a new career and helping people to reach their goals. And uh, second guest, Melita Volcic, who actually helping people how to learn to fish the fish or the fish to how to, to f- fi- how to find the right fish yeah so right you feed fish. yourself for a lifetime okay so how are you helping people to find the right fish um good that's a really good question i, I guess know because i because <laughs> I, I, tried, I just i think we're taking <laughs> notes here you're you know taking I mean? like, notes. Like, <laughs> this is between us three of us Nobody all right cares, no one yeah. else <laughs> needs <laughs> to know this part okay so i guess i start with the first question is who are you trying to attract as a client Um, And most people give a very broad answer. So to keep with the fishing theme, um, I would say a lot of people when they do their marketing will cast a net out Mm. and just hope to catch anyone and anything. And will you catch some fish? Absolutely. Um, Will they be the ideal fish that you want? Probably not. Um, So what I do is I help them to identify what fish it is they want to be working with as a perfect client. Mm. Um, then I work out where is that fish hanging out so we know where to cast our little net or get the right rod with the right hook (laughs) so that we're speaking to them because most people say, you know, I might have a prospect that I want but they're anywhere between the age of 20 and 50. Mm. Um, And I think, Emma, you can agree that a 20-year-old needs to be spoken to completely differently to a 50-year-old, right? Exactly. So it's about identifying what they're main um, pain points are yeah. so that we know how to fish out to them. So how do you help them do that? Because I know even for me, like yep. uh, in my business, I've definitely wrestled with that, like getting my, my clear avatar. Yes. And the way I ended up doing it was actually just reviewing all the people who paid me money. You know, when I first started my business, I'm like, right, well, that's my avatar because they're paying me money. But how it do is. you help clients refine that down? Um, So take them through a bit of a process. Um, That's a good starting point, what you've done, where you look at the current clients you have and, you know, where's the similarities between them all. Mm. Um, But are they the type of client you actually love working with? Mm. So that would be my second question. Um, And if they're not, who is it that you really want to be working with? What do they look like? What's their daily life look like? What are they doing? What's their biggest issues that you can solve? Mm. Um, And then it starts to break it down. So I sort of drill down further and further as we go through the process yeah okay but i had a question for you emma now we're talking you're both providing not just intellectual services or sorry or products or services but you are actually personally uh, assisting somebody with your knowledge you know what i mean mm-hmm. or one-on-one or in a group group sessions now mm-hmm. emma you are coach now from my experience um and i can say like past eight years as i'm running my business I, I encountered many coaches in my life mm. and uh, everybody was promising me earth in heaven. Mm. <laughs> Unfortunately, no, that's a reality, right? You know, I mean, we're learning on mistakes and I have the good track record of mistakes, you know what I mean? Um, but besides the point, it's not about me. I know that coaches approaching to the business owners and like, I don't say they're praying, but my experience with business coaches was how he can offer me something to do for me if you don't understand my business. Now, Emma, can you enlighten me and the guests how somebody can choose good coach like yourself yeah yeah look that is such a great question um at the end of the day one of the things that i'm seeing at the moment so i'm like i've been trained i've done a three-year master coach course i'm trained in human behavior i understand profiling so i've got a number of different profiling tools that i'm qualified in um and thousands of hours under my belt and one of the, the things that people don't understand is they they see a coach and and potentially what I call even either an influencer coach or a follow me coach and that's someone who has great 
um, results for sure. Mm. Um, but they also have a huge cognitive dissonance. And what that means is they think they know how they created their results, but they don't. They only know the external results and the external journey they took, but they don't understand what happened internally. And what I mean by that is they don't understand what, what changed in their unconscious mind. So what will happen is they'll promise you the world mm-hmm. and then they won't deliver. And the reason why they don't deliver is they don't realise that they have to actually do the work on your unconscious mind. Mm. So that's, that's a new feel for me. I what do you mean that. unconscious mind? Well, 95% of your behaviour comes from your unconscious mind. Seriously? Yeah, yeah seriously. You're not in control. Like, your conscious mind is not in control. Okay, can I ask you something? Like, yeah, I'm, please. I'm, I'm quite young. I'm 40 years old. Yeah. And uh, I think sometimes I'm retired because I didn't grow up. You know? I mean, I'm still dreaming. Not dreaming. I'm still imagining things. And um, through my life, uh, particularly when I was in a war, like, you know, I've been caught myself a few times daydreaming and imagining things. And, you know, one day I'm going to be on a big plane flying somewhere. And eventually I did land in yes. Australia. And I know that people around me, particularly environment I grew up in, in Croatia, I was like, how old you are, you know I mean? Why are you dreaming? You know, that's a stupid... Is that a subconscious mind? Or yes, a- yes. So this is beautiful. This is beautiful. What you've said is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You've absolutely nailed it. So what it is, right, is the unconscious mind, it's governing 95% of your behaviour and it doesn't see through your eyes. So it doesn't see reality that you see. What it sees is actually your unconscious mind and your imagination. So you know how sports people do a lot of visualisation. Well, as far as your unconscious mind knows, they're actually out there playing that game or shooting those hoops or hitting those balls and it literally will reprogram your body, your muscles. There's actually studies done that you can visualise, like athletes can visualise throwing hoops or building muscles and their muscles will build and they don't move. So at the end of the day, what's going on in your unconscious mind is is where the game is at, whereas most coaches don't actually understand that because they're just like, well, I just took step one, two, three. Mm. However, what was going on is their identity was shifting. At the end of the day, we are our identity. So whatever you say um, after the words I am... I was just going to say that isn't the language that we use so important because it's about how we... Yeah, construct our reality. And yeah, because essentially what you're saying, your mind will believe. Yeah. And if you're saying the negativity stuff, then that's, that's what right. your mind's going, well, that's yeah. all not so nice now, is it? Exactly. <laughs> so one of my favourite quotes, and I think it's from um, David Hawkins, Dr. David Hawkins, who's written a number of incredible books, but um, is that the unconscious mind has no sense of humour. And what that means is that and especially in Australia. This is, this is like interesting. Like, please continue. Like, then I want to shift on Melita because, like, you know, I mean, that's become it's the. It's all yeah. good. Yeah. I love this stuff. Um, <laughs> the, um, the unconscious mind has no sense of humor. And what that means is that you can be self deprecating, but you're actually eroding your own self worth. So if you have a look at comedians, right? How many comedians are depressed or have mental health issues? Yeah, yeah. Because they get up and basically tear themselves down. And their unconscious mind, although the audience thinks it's hilarious, their unconscious mind is literally eroding their self worth. And the lower you self-worth goes the the further you go into um unresourceful mental health issues I, i'm wow. is a, is a about to say flubber gasset okay melita we remember you don't go in nowhere <laughs> <laughs> we, have all we need to go have yeah, dinner yeah. and lunch and yeah, all yeah. sorts of things <laughs> i'm in i'm in <laughs> yeah so melita on i you know like in your in your domain where you where you're working as well and i mean yep. you try to help the people so tell us what platforms actually you're helping people to 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 build a Profile or how are we doing these things? Like, you know, I mean, like, well, yeah, hi, so Melita, my name is Marion. I want to be famous. I want to be influencer. You want to be famous. Be you want to be an influencer. <laughs> on a Facebook, yes. So. Um, so, essentially, I work on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Um, and then we do help people make their LinkedIn profile look quite professional mm-hmm. and that, you know, the first thing that people read about you is actually interesting and it doesn't look like a CV um, that people are just going to So, why about choose you and not doing my own LinkedIn? I don't know. I mean, a part of my English is not. Is not <laughs> part, okay. So why would I go to professional like yourself yep. rather than me doing my own? Because a lot of people will write, find it difficult, first of all, to write about themselves. Oh, um, that's me. Oh, my God. I and have they, so much, so much so trouble many. with self-promotion. Well, so do I. Um, <laughs> I really? can do it really well for everyone else, but I'm really not that great about promoting see, that's myself. That's my question is why is easier you do for me like instead mm. of me writing for myself and I can help because, as I say Emma like yeah. not, not really not literally help because you don't want my grandma uh, but the point it is 
Mm. I think because we're so indoctrinated into our own self mm. that you don't know how to communicate that in the outside world. Mm. And I think that we just get caught up in our own like if you're a marketer, you'd obviously use marketing speak. If you're an accountant, you use all the technical terms that they use. So it's about pulling that out and making it sound interesting um, from an external party's perspective so that they read whatever it is that you've written, whether it's on your profile or whatever content you put out on social media, that it actually resonates with someone and they think, you know what, that person knows what they're talking about and I actually want to work with them. Yeah. That's in a little nutshell. That's <laughs> I love it. Now we're going to come back to this, you know, I need to give you a break because, <laughs> you know what I mean, like we are half, you know, one fourth of the show, we are already there. Uh, you're listening to Line 90.5, Business Insights with Mario and our friends in studio, Emma Dumoyne. Dunwoody. Dunwoody. <laughs> Emma Dunwoody from com. Yeah. Uh, you can look for her on LinkedIn. She's a business, yeah. she's a coach, not just a business coach. And Melita Volchish. Uh, sorry, I forgot the name of business. Envious Solutions. Envious. So- we will make your competitors green with envy, right? Okay. Oh, I like that. <laughs> we are the Insight Intelligence Group, specialising in Australian corporate investigations and information risk management, workplace investigations, competitor analysis, social media intelligence, reputational risk management, internal or external investigations. Professional and proactive, Insight Intelligence Group works with you to ensure the success of the investigation. Australia-wide or global, facts, not opinion. 02882-9837. Insight intelligence.com.au station sponsor
And welcome back to the studio. You're listening live 90.5 Business Insights with Mario. As I mentioned at the beginning of our show, I'm well privileged to have in the studio the guests who are <clears throat> not just successful overnight, but they're using their own experience, how to drive themselves and share their wisdom and knowledge, not just to help you be successful in business, but in your life. Now, before we took a break, the Melita, she mentioned, she pop up the name of her company. It's Envious. Why Envious? <laughs> Okay, sorry, I'm solutions. Yeah, I forgot that, that one. You solutions. The last bit. Well, isn't, isn't that a little bit, you know, um, envious? Isn't this like, isn't that like a poison ivy? Have you something green thing? Yeah, or? absolutely. So I think um, just as humans, we're always looking at what other people are doing. I think we're always just too concerned about what our competitors are doing. Um, and that's, I guess, where it kind of the envious element came in, which I kind of had a bit of a play with, to be honest. But over time, I've realized that that has such a big part in how people run their business and they need to stop. Yeah. Because... Oh, yeah. Comparisonitis, it's the worst. It's terrible. And, you know, just because someone's using a strategy, they could be in your industry doing the same thing and you could go, you know what, I'm going to take that and I'm going to run with it and I'm going to do the same thing. And nine times out of ten, it's not going to work. No. Because it's not coming in from you. Exactly. There's got to be an element of you. You need to be authentic. You need to go into the core of who you are and then be able to market okay, that. Okay, on that question, on that, on that note, what would you suggest somebody not to take the name to be authentic? Like, as I say, I don't want to be, you know, Jack the Ripper, Ripper killer. You want to be Jack some, the Ripper? No, like, that's like, you know, copy I mean, like, that? No, no, but like something like this, you know, I mean, that note, you know what I mean? Would you say somebody like be brutally honest what you wanted to be portray yourself or would you say absolutely like this, yeah. because people um whether you like it or not people can see through the bs um you know if you're going to pretend to be something that you're not eventually people figure that out mm-hmm. um so that's why i always say you need to be your true authentic self to be able to market better yeah. in my opinion well i think live better you know, from better, my absolutely. opinion, like, yeah, yeah I think that that's great advice. And I think, you know, the comparisonitis is a real issue, and Massive. especially in marketing, because people are only ever seeing the highlights reel. They're not actually seeing what's going on behind, and they're comparing that's themselves right. to each other. And they're, you know, it happens in the coaching world, yep. and people get so concerned about what other coaches are doing. Like, how about you just spend time in your own lane? 100%. Okay, Emma, carve we, we, out your own lane and yeah, just exactly. follow that. Yeah. You know, yeah, why do you have to so do what you, others are doing? So you just touched something like, you know, like, maybe it's not right what to ask Melita right now, but it's actually a good point. Why the business owners or anybody in the business will spend more time analyzing competitor than what they're doing? Easy. Scarcity. So it's second in English. Scarcity. Okay. <laughs> Say it in English. <laughs> so scarcity, we have a mindset, right? I love this. Um, scarcity is anyone who operates in a mindset of lack. Mm. So most people are in fear. Most people live in a state of fear of some kind. So they mm. look at their competitors and they go, oh, my God, they're having so much success. I've got to run and chase and do whatever I need to do. And that comes from fear and scarcity. So the people that are really solid, that are really... Um, succeeding at life and their definition of success is it's never about the money it's about you know the giving back it's about a holistic life about fun as much as um impact and legacy and these people live in abundance and Mm. it's not just financial abundance it's freedom it's love it's compassion it's the ability to um accept people and themselves as they are and and this is staying in your own lane like this is the thing i will always say to anyone that i work with or anyone that will ever listen is that (laughs) if you just stay in your own lane if you believe in you if you build your self-worth then you will be blown away with what you can actually create in the world and who you can become but as long as you're looking outside all you're doing is experiencing the things you don't like about yourself Mm -hmm. because all we do is project what's going on inside of us onto everybody else. That's a good so, one. Yes, I'm going to take absolutely. it. That's one good one I quote, That's okay? So true. You didn't say that one. I'm going to say that. <laughs> Melita, what did Emma she said right now? Like, you know, I'm going to write a little bit later on my example, but um, did you spend more time on the competitors or running Envy Solutions? 
I initially was in that mindset of I was as well. That's, oh, thank like, you, let's thank be you. honest, right? Everybody, everybody is. Don't worry about it. I was, emba- I was it. embarrassed to say it was For me. sure. Everybody. I was, absolutely. But at the end of the day, I've done my own mind work and mm-hmm. I've done work on self-worth and all that sort of stuff. That um, And it's funny because people have actually noticed. Yes, Because people do. come back and they go, what happened to you? I yeah. go, what do you mean what happened to me? And they're like, well, what's going on? And I said, well, I've worked on me and I don't really care what anyone else thinks anymore. Anymore, yeah. And I truly don't care. Yeah. Because there's a, I think we get to a part in our life where you say, I don't care, but you kind of still do. Yeah, yeah. But I think now it's almost like I've gotten to a point where I actually don't care what other people are saying in the background. I believe in what I'm doing and I'm just moving forward. And that's it. At the end of the day, your self-worth is higher than that little voice in your head, your ego that will go, oh, my God, what do they think of me? And yeah. it might still be there. Like there might be a day that it happens. But oh, the, at the end of the day, where that the, <laughs> exactly. But at the end of the We're day, yourself, exactly. <laughs> nobody's perfect. Everybody, yeah. you know, rides the roller coaster of life. But yeah. it's, it's that when you can build that, muscle over the the ego muscle or the fear or the scarcity yeah. that's whenever and i think shifts. when you take that back to into a business perspective um it's okay to turn around and say no to certain um things that come your way because it doesn't align with what you believe in um yeah. and they may not be that right client that and, you want to work with and so, so this is it right uh, this is actually one of the most counterintuitive um i often talk to my clients about the most powerful response is often the the counterintuitive one and if you want to really succeed in life Mm. learn to say no oh good learn to say no to the things (laughs) that are not quite right yeah you know exactly that advice that you're giving because at the end of the day we can only receive so much energetically like from a quantum physics point of view we are all energy we all have these big energetic auras we have the ability to take in just so much yep um and we can look at that from a brain point of view as well like we're taking anything up to four billion bits of information in through our senses at any one moment um but our we can only actually process five to seven chunks of that yeah so we have filters in our brain that get rid of everything Now, if we're not in charge of those filters or if we're saying yes to the wrong things, then what we're actually doing is pushing the right things or the correct things for us away from us. And I think that's the thing that that is one of the real triggers, tags, I'm not sure what the best word is, for seeing scarcity is that people think they have to be everything to everyone, which would be where your business is like, no, no. No, you don't do that. We can't be the answer to everyone. You're right. Mm. And I kind of um, just touching point on that... um, like the unconscious mind and how much we take in as in all the senses that we take in, even from a marketing perspective, we get hit with two and a half thousand ads per day. Yeah. And that's a lot for our brains to take in. So Mm. it's kind of like how much of your brain is going to pick up on what's important to you. Mm. So from a marketing perspective, I always say we need to really, how are you going to stand out from everyone else? But obviously it goes back to understanding who your target audience is as well. So there's all that comes into play yeah. um, I ask when you're doing both that. of you know like i was just enjoying conversation between the two of you um and by the way i was just applying for some new jobs in meantime <laughs> uh, <so laughs> i love it <laughs> um the question i do have why two of you have the such an easy flow of conversation why you know like you're just exchanging it ideas yeah. and communicating so well why is that emma this is a really good question. So I know I'm the smartest I, can, I, 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 met. I went to college. Don't forget SpongeBob. No, Plankton says it's SpongeBob. <laughs> I love it, SpongeBob. Yeah. Um, so okay, we take a short break. I'm just sorry. I'm just continuing. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, there's a number of reasons. Um, number one, we are both highly trained in communication. Okay. Um, I would say the other thing is that I'm really good at listening. As, and, and so would you be in yep. your role. And large part of communication is about listening and being able to, to hold space. But also, um, one of the tools that I use, human design, it actually profiles you at an energetic and a soul level. So that so I can actually connect to people at a really, really deep level. Like I actually have this freakish effect on people that clients sign up, they have their first session, 10 minutes in, they're in tears. They're like, oh my God, what did you do to me? I haven't thought about this for years. And oh my God, I feel so different all in one session. And I'm like, well, and it's because I, I have the ability to yeah. connect really deeply. And I would suggest that Melita probably has something like that too. Melita, did the yep. clients cry to you as well? I don't have people cry. <laughs> okay. But I do have people open up a lot. Yeah. So you're right. They do just tell me stuff that I just go, okay, that's 
great because it does help me from a so marketing yeah, so, perspective. So except yeah. that communication, as Emma mentioned before, before yep. if you connect with a potential client yes. uh, on a deeper level, that that's going to actually create a more benefits or beneficial outcome 100%. Of, the, of, the, of, the, of the work you guys be engaged. Mm. Yeah. And also it goes back to what I was saying before, like we, we project onto people um, who we are on the inside. So mm-hmm. both of us have done a lot of internal work. We don't come into, we come into this room being open, um, yeah. wanting to share our conversation, yeah. you know, genuinely interested, um, which, which literally energetically opens the space for us to be able to communicate really well. Imagine someone came in here and they were competitive with you and they were worried about you. Oh, I did have those people. Um, yeah. Also, but I don't, you know, like, in 120 minutes, like in a conversation with me, I usually, as I say, like, I, I know by myself. Uh, previously, asked you about fear, mm-hmm. and uh, I did have the fear. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, my biggest fear was um, I, I hide myself very well behind um, mm-hmm. uh, some people in my life. You know, what I mean, can you check for me this? Can you do this for me? Can you make a phone call because of English? And you know, unfortunately, you know, you've been you know faced with somebody who's going to tell you the words you don't want to hear it, and. Um, the one book, particular book, helped me. I can say it's called the Paul Hanna. I'm not sure you know him. Uh, book's called You Can Do It. Mm. And something interesting what mm-hmm. he said in the beginning, he referred to the movie Field of Dreams. I'm not sure, Melita, you watched yeah, this. I know the movie. Kevin Costa, like he built the, the field of the baseball. Build it and they will come. Yeah, that's number one. And then he mentioned something interesting that you, you are, the moment you're born, you're living autopilot. Parents decide what school you're gonna go, who you're gonna marry. Mm. You know what I mean? You're in a marriage which you don't like it, but anyway, it's it's a it's autopilot. It's a little bit bumpy, but it's there. You know what I mean? So let's not change these things. But once when you start steering the f- um, the plane on your own, actually becomes um, um, the problems and the fees. Actually, as much as you know, someone's gonna say they don't exist. Melita, does the fear exist or not? Do you believe that fears exist? Do I believe that fear exists? Is it real? I think we make it real um, because like Emma touched on earlier, it's really truly what you believe. And if you choose not to believe that it's there, then it's not there. So if a client comes to you and says, like, I'm afraid you can't deliver for me what I want and he starts explaining to you and everything else and you deliver, yep. are you happy that your work can actually ex- tell the clients, you know, your fears are not justified? Well, yeah, because, I mean, people do, um, especially when it comes to marketing. Marketing's like a coach in some regards where they go, oh, you know, you you claim all these things, but are you really able to deliver and all that kind of thing? Can you give some example? Well, you do. You provide them with um, case studies because, um, you know, I've worked in that finance sector. They're the biggest um, kind of client that I work with. And so I've delivered with results. But I think it also comes down to making them understand that I can only deliver a certain part of their process Mm -hmm. because I often get, oh, you delivered us with, you know, so many leads, which is great. But then at the end of the day, that turned into nothing. Mm -hmm. And I was, my conversation then is really, well, what process did you follow thereafter? And it's usually, well, I don't know, you, you got the lead, shouldn't I just get a sale? And that's not <laughs> how it works, right? Why, why not? Please tell me. Mm-hmm. I'll because, take your notes, I mean, so like. you know, <laughs> let's, let's be honest, I'll deliver that part, but then I need to make sure that they, you know, and I've learned from this myself with mm-hmm. the way I work with clients is it's make sure that you understand that they understand they need a sales process. So do they have a team that can take on, like make mm. the calls, follow up and do all of that and close the deal? Because I'm not closing the deal. That's your process, right? I'll deliver the leads, but then it's up to you. Mm. So yeah. it's, it's we're working as a team and I I think so people how, need how to I understand got, that how too. How we got to close a deal? You know what I mean? Like if I'm unknown, like I tell you from my example, like you know, none of my clients come to me. Yep. Uh, I was uh, truly blessed, you know, maybe past two, three years that it was a word of mouth because my business service in corporate clients and you know they don't understand the jokes they don't understand sure. what i mean so i was go abrupt and i was say to the person in organization you know what i mean because i was told find who signs the checks it's not everybody signs the checks it's a decision maker mm. but i have a my sales line i said like please you tell me how i can make you king in your in your organization and if i fail Please, this is truly my words. I said, please, you know, you can publicly say I'm the bad person and my company doesn't deserve. And everyone's looking at me, it's like, who, who <laughs> said that? That's like, I make a king. If I'm bad, after one case, you can tell everybody in public. Yep. And people's like, okay, I'll give you the chance. I'll, I, because I didn't know how to sell. Yeah. Because mm. there have been so many courses and. Uh, 
And I was just lost in that forest of the advices. Do this, do that, do this. Yeah. That. And I was afraid, you know. And then I said, like, okay, listen, I have no choice. I pick up the votes I know. Yeah. Uh, and, you, and you know, like from a behavioral point of view, yeah. what you're doing is so powerful. Because the is reason... Oh, okay. so powerful. Because A, you're taking full responsibility. So the problem on the people that with the leads is yeah. because they're outsourcing responsibility to yes. you. Um, and you're saying, well this is the line, yep. this is where your responsibility lies. And they're yep. just, anyone who blames, um, whenever you hear that sort of language, that means they're what we call below the line. So they're literally at a place where they're powerless. They're, they're so like... Can you say slowly this on English again? Sorry, what did you say? <laughs> so below the line. Below the line, okay. Yeah, so we talk about above and the below the line thinking and that is you're the adult above the line and that's yeah. taking full responsibility. So just going back to your example, the yeah. reason why that works so well is because you remove fear by saying, if this doesn't work, then yes. you can tell everyone. Yes. So they're that's kind of like, good. I've got nothing to lose here. Yeah. Yeah. But what that also does is raises your credibility because... Because what crazy person would offer that you see, but that's, if that they was, can't see, deliver? Nobody, nobody told me you're crazy, but you know, I was being asked by <laughs> that. You know, GMs are so like, nobody talks to me that way. And I'm like, uh, yeah. i tell you what I did. Uh, New Year's Eve, I flew in Switzerland. I was just, I got a tip. I left to Fiji, Switzerland, New Year's Eve, 31st December. So I landed in Geneva, like from 37 plus <laughs> to minus 17. And wow. anyway, I landed in Switzerland in this place called the Motrucks. Yeah. And uh, I need to see somebody there, right? Very first time in my life. You know, person doesn't know I'm coming. And I was be arrested after I introduced myself because I was at New Zealand dinner. <laughs> it's like, what the? Oh and I said, like, look, you can do whatever you want. I just want to say to you, I would like to prove myself to your company. Yeah. Following day was the first of January, and the person told me, can you come for the breakfast with my team in Geneva? Mm. Uh, unfortunately, taxi 70 kilometers from Montrex to Geneva, it's uh, 600 bucks. Every mm. single live, 90.5 businesses in Mario. <laughs> Emma Dun Dunwoody, Dunwoody. Yep. Emma Dunwoody. Dunwoody.com. <laughs> and Amelita Volchish from You Want to Be Envious, Make Envious Your Clients. Make Your Competitors Green with Envy. Envy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
gotta go, American woman. Yeah. And welcome back to the studio, listening live 90.5 Business Insights with Mario. Decision was being made by Melita and uh, Emma Dunwoody. Do I take the video on uh, on my bikini on the beach and explain what I'm doing for the living? But that's going to wait a little bit later. Now, before we took the break, we, we spoke about some fears. We talked about uh, depressions and uh, why the clients need Melita. Melita, we, just, we know that you know your company creates the content now. Yes. What's the power behind you creating content and me in sense like I've been professional on the market mm-hmm. um, and uh, posting my dog, my wife's, you know, my kids yeah. and everything else. If I want to uh, portray myself in sense of like I'm professional, mm-hmm. I'll go to you. How would you help me to create a better content? I would, like you leave, would you leave my six pack? Yeah, <laughs> we need to use a six pack, absolutely, because <laughs> people are visual. Um, so video content is important. Yes. Um, but the biggest thing I find that today we need to tell stories. Um, people connect with stories. Um, as kids, we love to listen to a story. Um, as adults, we still like to go to the movies, and that's a story. And I think when we're online in our social, um, the best way to connect with our audience is via stories. And that's my biggest thing at the moment where I'm trying to get people to get onto that bandwagon I'm where they're it. storytelling. Wait, wait. <laughs> I, I will give you my next LinkedIn post and go, awesome. look, I'm doing it. I'm away. <laughs> and it's about, because um, when you tell a story, um, you usually share some insights into you. Mm. Um, and so then, that's a deeper conversation as I mentioned yeah, before. Yeah, okay. because when you're sharing a bit of you, people go, hey, that's I've had that experience. Yeah. I, I can... I connect with that. Yeah. And when people, when you can connect with people on that level, they're yeah. more likely to reach out to you for the other help that you can offer. Can I ask a question? Yeah. So one of the things in my journey is that, so my life before um, human behaviour was advertising, yep. right? So I was very corporate, suited, booted. I literally used to straighten my hair every day, <laughs> wear makeup, the works. And now today I actually had someone say to me not long ago, they actually gave me the well, maybe you should just straighten your hair and get the suits back on. And I was a bit like... Really? No, it's been a long journey to be authentically me, so I'm going to go with the, the beachy curls and the no makeup because I feel comfortable. But I would love your advice. Like, yep. what would if I came to you and said, do I really need to sharpen up my image? Or what, what would be your advice to me? Um, well, I think you look lovely the way well, you are you. today. <laughs> um, oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Yeah, that 